Welcome to the School Leaders Podcast. My name is Dr. Gastrit Harrigan, the podcast for current and emerging school leaders, those who support and supervise them. You will hear from passionate educational leaders who are transforming their schools, communities, and creating positive outcomes for students. I will also share my personal reflections and tips from over 15 years as a school leader. Together, we will talk about how to level up our schools and leadership practices. Welcome to the School Leaders Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Gashard Harrigan. Thank you for making the School Leaders Podcast part of your growth journey. Time Magazine a few years ago said that we are living in the time of FOMO, which is the fear of missing out. Fear of missing out is the uneasy and sometimes all-consuming feeling that you are missing out, that your peers or your friends are, and what your friends are doing, you're not in the know-how or possession of more of something better than you. Nearly 75% of young adults reported they experienced FOMO, fear of missing out. When you're experiencing FOMO, it leads you to check social media over and over again so you don't feel like you are out of the loop. FOMO, fear of missing out, lead people to check social media when they get up in the morning, when uh, before they go to bed, doing meal, so you don't feel you are left out. Fear of missing out also make you compare yourself with other people. Uh, because of that, sometimes if you're experiencing FOMO, you may be comparing yourself whether or not, hey, does this person have a better car than me? Uh, comparing yourself to see if that person has a better house than me, better clothes than me. You could also lead to you comparing yourself whether or not you are a better leader. Uh, are they a better principal than me? Are they a better executive than me? Instead of uh, focusing on comparing ourselves, we should be grateful for who we are and what we do have. In today's episode, I want to share and talk about leading with gratitude. I want to share some of the benefits of living a life of gratitude. And also, I want to share five habits that can help you lead with gratitude. But before we get started and get too deep in today's episode, I want to encourage you to join the School Leaders Podcast community on Facebook. There we continue and extend our conversation from the episodes. And don't forget to check out my website at www.drgharrigan.com. There you can listen to the podcast, read the monthly blog, and sign up for our monthly newsletter. I would like to also thank all of you who are sharing the podcast on Facebook, on Twitter, and on LinkedIn. Thank you. When you share the podcast, Please tag me so I can thank you personally. Now, take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and share this episode. Don't forget to also leave a five-star rating and a positive comment. When you do that, it helps other listeners to find the podcast. So, let's get started. In today's episode, I'm going to share a few benefits and practices that will help you lead with gratitude. As a leader, it is vital that we have a heart of gratitude. We should cultivate a lifestyle of gratitude. Uh, if you want to know how to practice gratitude, it's important to have a good understanding of what gratefulness is. Gratitude is defined as uh, a sense of appreciating how much we have. Gratitude is a sense of appreciating how much we have. We don't have to take our blessings for granted. To experience the benefit of gratitude, we must 
practice being grateful, being thankful on a regular basis. Because quite frankly, it does not come automatically to most of us, including myself. It does not come automatically. And how I show, express uh, gratitude, thankfulness on a daily, weekly basis. Scientific studies have shown that having a mindset of gratitude yields uh, many blessings and benefits. Let me list some of them for you. Number one, gratefulness improves, gratitudes improve your brain cell and physical health. Gratitude improves your brain and physical health. Think about it for a moment. Your brain health, your physical health is improved by being more grateful. The more grateful you are, the more thankful you are, it helps improve both your brain and physical health. Number two, gratitudes create happiness. The more grateful you are, the more happy you are. If you are not a happy person, if you begin to express and show more gratitude, it creates happiness. So grateful people are happy people. That does not mean grateful people do not have challenges, issues, problems. But the more you express intentionally gratitude, the more happy you become. Number three, gratitude helps you sleep better. Gratitude can even impact your sleep pattern. The more grateful you are, the easier and better it is to fall asleep at night. Well, I'm not going to give you medical advice, but if you are, if you have to take medication almost nightly to fall asleep, maybe if you start experiencing, expressing, uh, living a lifestyle of gratitude, it might impact and reduces the number of pills you take to fall asleep. Gratitude helps you sleep better. Number four, gratitude is the antidote to toxic emotions. If you having and expressing toxic emotions, feelings, thoughts, maybe being a little bit more grateful, looking at what you do have compared to what you don't have, focusing on the positive, uh, uh, will have an impact on your toxic emotions. Number five, gratitude improves relationship. Think about that for a second. Gratitude improves relationship. So if you're in a relationship, the more grateful you are to your spouse, to your significant other, the more it will improve that relationship. Think about it. The more you tell your, your spouse, your significant other, thank you for bathing the kids. Thank you for putting them to sleep. Thank you for doing homework. Thank you for cooking. Thank you for doing the laundry. Thank you for standing alongside of me. The more it improves the relationship. So if you're experiencing strain and challenges right now in your relationship with your significant other, maybe if you focus on being grateful, focusing on the positive, it will have an impact on your relationship. Number six, gratitude opens the door to people and opportunities. Gratitude opens the door to people and opportunities. So think about it, as a as a school principal, if I have two employees, both looking to maybe be promoted, get better experiences, the person who's complaining every day, weekly, compared to the person who's being more grateful, thankful, that doesn't mean you shouldn't focus on the negatives and areas we need to improve on. But the person who's being more grateful, who's being more thankful, who's expressing more gratitude, I hate to say it, but is the person I'm going to promote, is the person I'm going to give the better opportunities to. So the lesson, I think, for emerging leaders or anybody looking to for a promotion, looking for a raise, focus on being more grateful, more thankful uh, on your day-to-day -day at the workplace, and perhaps you may more doors may open to you and more and greater opportunities may open. Number seven, gratitude is, is the evidence of maturity. Gratitude is the evidence 
of maturity. Do you want to know if you are mature? How grateful are you? So the more uh, grateful you are, the more mature you are. It is a mark of maturity to be thankful. The more grateful you are, the more mature you are as a leader. So again, the more you are able to step back and, and share with your people, with your department, how grateful you are to them, the more it shows that you are a mature leader, a mature person. Gratitude increases our leadership effectiveness because it drives out fear and blame. It gives meaning and confidence to all, and it boosts productivity. Again, being as a leader, being grateful in your school, in your department, in your suite, it will increase your effectiveness as a leader, and at the end of the day, boosts productivity. Think about it. Do you want to work for a boss who's always uh, who's ungrateful, always pointing out the negative, or do you want to work for a boss that, that shows thankfulness, that expresses it, that lets you know how appreciative you are, uh, how appreciative they are that you are on the team? We all know this, that we should be more grateful, yet most of us do not emphasize it, do not express it, do not show it. We withhold it when we should be expressing it more. It is not just good for our employees. It is also good for us as leaders. Gratitude is more than just saying thank you. It goes beyond being nice. Gratitude is really an approach to life. So I challenge you to be more grateful in your approach in life. To lead with gratitude, you should practice these five habits. Habit number one, regularly practice giving thanks. You should make it a habit of expressing gratitude or showing thankfulness or being grateful. Thankfulness rather than criticism should be our default position. When you see something good in your life, in your department, in the workplace, point it out. We all can complain sometimes because we have to improve. Make practicing uh, gratitude your default position. It helps to rewire your brain and being proficient at recognizing different spots in your life, the good things that are happening, focusing on those to be a little bit more great. Practice regularly. Practice giving thanks. Habit number two, express gratitude regardless of the situation. You know, the good old book, the scripture tell us to give thanks in all circumstances because God's will it. Why? We don't always see the full picture. We don't always see uh, how one situation would help us in our leadership. So regardless of what's happening to you, regardless of the challenging uh, situation you are facing in your leadership, in the workplace, in your school, even in your relationship, we can focus on what's going well and appreciate our team members, our employees, even significant other, for their hard work and dedication. Today, regardless of the situation you are in, focus on being grateful. Uh, gratitude is like any other character. It's a matter of choice. You can choose to be grateful. You know, William Arthur Ward uh, once stated that feeling grateful is not ex uh, and not expressing it is like wrapping a present and not giving it. Feeling grateful and not expressing it, it is like wrapping a present and not giving it. Today, you know, you could have uh, thinking about being grateful, but until you express it, until you share it, it's like wrapping a present and not giving it. So today, make a conscious effort. Be intentional in how you express gratitude and thankfulness, regardless of the challenges, regardless of the circumstances. Number three, keep a gratitude journal. Keep a gratitude journal. 
And if you're not a journal person, maybe you keep a list of things you are grateful for. Gratitude journals are popular these days and for good reasons. Keeping a journal of people and things that you are grateful for can increase your feeling of gratitude. Uh, and if you are not a journaling type of person, you know what? It's okay. Studies have also shown that if you keep a list of the things that you are grateful for, some research even suggests not just on a daily basis, but perhaps maybe a shorter list of once a week of things you're actually for might actually be more effective than doing it daily. Jot down three things that you are grateful for. Put in a uh, post-it note and stick it somewhere, maybe on your laptop, maybe in your computer, maybe in your de- uh, somewhere on your desk or maybe somewhere in your house where you could see it daily and maybe update that list from week to week. When you do so, it will help you to be more grateful. Now, some people even do a gratitude jar where they put in a jar and collect different a list of different things that they are or people that they are grateful for. But writing about gratitude appear, according to the research, to magnify its effect. Researchers found that people who wrote about what they are thankful for were more optimistic uh, in their personal life. They also showed that exercising more and more gratitude reduces your medical visits. That's where the impact on, on your life is. So in that specific research, when they look at the control group compared to the other group, those people who exercise and who showed uh, more, who are more specific in what they were grateful for, had less medical visit. Their health improved. So gratitude can lead people to being more kinder to others and to themselves, which in turn lead to being more grateful for your life. Again, the important thing is whether you do a journal is to find something, things and people you are grateful for and make sure you share those things to uh, to those people. Because again, it's, it's like having a present you wrapped up and yet you don't give it. Uh, the other person doesn't see and feel appreciated if you don't express it. Number four, learn to see how bad experiences can produce good outcomes. Learn to see how bad experiences can produce good outcomes. Charles Dickens stated that we should reflect upon your present blessings, of which every man has plenty, and not on your past misfortunes, of which all men or women have some. We should all take some time to consider the benefits of the difficult times in our life. Uh, After a period of uh, challenge, maybe you step away from it for a while, and when you return back to it, sometimes you'll be able to see the benefits that comes out of the challenge. If we want to be honest with ourselves, uh, we grow more when we face challenges uh, than in the good times. So learn to see how bad experiences can produce good outcomes. As a leader, sometimes by going through some trials, some challenges, even setbacks can help us to uh, grow. And also when we look at it from a growth mindset, enable us to be more grateful for those times of struggle. Because uh, when I look back over some of my challenges, I'm grateful because of the fact that I went through them because they helped me become a better leader. They helped me become to lead better, to connect with my people better. If I didn't go through that specific struggle or challenge, really, I wouldn't have uh, had, uh, I wouldn't have grown to that level, nor seen the, the growth that I'm able to see and see the situation a little bit different. So I'm always grateful. I'm not grateful for the problem itself, but I'm always grateful that, hey, I may be going to a tough challenge, difficulty right now, but at the end of the day, I know it's going to help me grow and help me become a better leader. At the end of the day, a better person. 
Number five, make gratitude a part of your interaction with other people. Make gratitude a part of your interaction with other people. Gratefulness should be uh, should impact our relationship with others. The way we experience and share uh, and express gratitude should impact our relationship with other people. Roy T. Bennett once expressed that everyone enjoys being acknowledged and appreciated. Sometimes even the simplest act of gratitude can change someone's entire day. Take the time to recognize and value the people around you and appreciate those who makes a difference in your life. Your employees, your significant other, the people in your life, they long to be appreciated and valued. So today, express gratitude in your interaction with them daily. Express gratitude. Show them you are thankful for them, for them being in your department, for them being in your school, for them teaching those kids for you, expressing thankfulness to your child's teacher, being and expressing gratitude in every interaction. One act of gratitude can make someone's day and help them feel valued and appreciated. Rick Warren stated that to appreciate means to raise and value. That's not only true of things, it's true of people. When you appreciate somebody, you literally raise their value. We ought to appreciate people because it increases their self-worth. Make it a regular practice today to say thank you to the people in your life, to say thank you to your employees, to say thank you to those in your department, to those uh, you supervise, to say thank you to your significant others, to your spouse, to your kids. Even that estranged parent that you haven't spoken to, you know, pick up the phone, call them and say thank you, dad. Thank you, mom, for being my parent. Thank you. Expressing gratitude is vital. Often the people we express gratitude least to in our life are those closest to us. Let's take some time to express gratitude, thankfulness, gratefulness to those closest to us, our kids, our family members. Oftentimes, especially if you're in a leadership position, you spend so much time away from your family and they share you with the whole world, with your whole department, with your organization, with your school. Take some time to let them know you're appreciative. Thank you for their support. Thank you for their understanding, for them supporting you, for you to be able to do what you do on a day-to-day basis. Before I end today's episode, I want to give you two challenges. Uh, Challenge number one, one week of no complaint. One week with no complaint. No complaining for the next seven days. One week of no complaint challenge. The next seven days, only focus on what you are grateful for. Call the people in your life. Write a thank you note. Write a thank you email. Let the people in your school, in your department, in your suite, in your organization, and even those closest to you that you are thankful for. them. One week, seven days, no complaining, just being thankful, grateful for what you have, for who you have in your life, and for those who are helping you do what you do on a day-to-day basis. Challenge number two, send a thank you note to someone, letting them know why you are thankful for them. Send them a thank you note, a thank you email, a thank you letter. Whatever it is, put it in writing and let them know that you are appreciative of them. So two challenges. One, one week of no complaint for seven days, for the next seven days, no complaining. No complaining. And the second challenge is to send a thank you note, whether it is a thank you card, a thank you email, a quick note that you write down and put it on your teacher's desk, mailbox, an email you send to your boss, to a significant other 
to your spouse, whoever it is, to your strange kids, parents, our cousin, whoever it is, take some time to send a thank you note to someone and let them know why you are thankful for them. Germany Kent shared that. It's a funny thing about life. Once you begin to take note of the things you are grateful for, you begin to lose sight of the things that you lack. Let me read that for you. It's a funny thing about life. Once you begin to take note of the things you are grateful for, you begin to lose sight of the things that you lack. Today, focus on what you are grateful for. Today, focus on the things you are grateful for. There you have it. I hope you're able to take away at least one nugget that can help you to be more grateful. If you know anyone who can benefit from this episode, please share it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me today. Please consider subscribing to the podcast, leave a five-star rating and a comment, share this episode with a friend and on social media. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for leadership ideas and tips. Again, thank you for joining me today. Until next time.